0: Welcome to episode 26 of the Lovecraft Tapes, an actual play Call of Cthulhu 7th edition RPG podcast using Roll20.net that we play at 9.30 at night. I am your tired keeper of arcane lore, Jeremy Boomstick Johnson. I'm old, so it's way past my bedtime. Your investigators of the unknown are Brian Johnson as Samantha Blaine.
1: Roll over, honey, you're snoring.
0: Matt Zeelish as Dan Williams. What app from hell is this? And Gabe Discenzo as
2: Roy Arroyo. I'm missing the Kenny Loggins concert for this.
0: I'm alright.
2: Alright, how's everybody doing tonight? Fantastic. Besides tired from working? I don't know. Yes. But that's okay. This is the highlight. Did you guys even have time for dinner? I had a burrito.
1: I had to stop at fast food for a hamburger.
2: Did you go for some taco fish? See, my frozen burrito tops your
0: meal. Well, burritos win by default. You should have heated it up. That probably would have worked better. Was it
1: burrito fish?
0: Uh, Before we continue, we do need to take a quick commercial break. And now, a word from our sponsor.
3: Fad diets may come and fad diets may go, but there's one thing that you need to worry about for all of eternity, hydration. That's right, you as the lonely pathetic flesh bag you are have to drink to survive. But what to drink with so many choices out there? New from Herbert West Labs comes the drinking phenomenon from beyond, 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 beyond. Introducing the I Think I Can sentient beverage container. Have you ever wondered if you're making the best decision when it comes to your drinking habits? Our newly integrated artificial intelligence technology can keep track of what you swizzle down your gullet and gently prod you to make better choices. Oh, really? You're drinking dead again? No wonder you can't get a girlfriend and you still live in your mom's basement. When am I gonna see some grandkids? Through our patented drink ride engine, the I Think I Can will guide you in a better direction. Oh, come on, you fat ass. You know what that's gonna do to your already ginormous hips. Think before you drink, buddy. Think before you drink. And all you have to do is submit your name, age, date of birth, social security number, email, telephone number, genetic profile, all known usernames and passwords, and a simple to fill out waiver so you or your next of kin can't sue us if this thing ends up killing you. Your well-being is our top priority right behind those profit margins. So Herbert West Labs has decided to dedicate a large portion of its R&D budget to finding the health solutions of tomorrow today. And it all begins with the I Think I Can Sentient Beverage Container. Buy yours today.
0: And we're back. What year is it? What a sponsor. Oh, I hate them. So we're going to uh, quickly go over a rule. And this is a segment that I like to call... Cthulhu rules. It's catchy, right? Queen. Mm. Uh, Like a fungus. So today we're going to be discussing uh, a certain point from the Keeper's uh, rulebook called magic points on your character sheet you should see mp I have which stands ten. for magic points magic points uh begin at one-fifth of your power p-o-w essentially these are points that you might in your lifetime use to cast spells or to energize magical items or places and when you do so you basically expend these points uh in order to cast a spell or do something cool like make a knife glow or open up a portal or something along those lines, you get a certain um, pleasure pain kind of thing going on when you, as you're using these points. Now, as you deplete these, you can go beyond the limit. So for instance, uh, Dan has 10 points. Let's say that a spell maybe takes 11 points. When he exceeds his current MP, he can will then subtract from hit points. So it's a one-for-one one basis. So as you deplete your hit points, obviously become weaker and weaker. And perhaps this spell usage or whatever, depletion of magic points via hit points, will cause a manifestation of physical damage. So it could be like sores or blisters or blood from your eye sockets, things like that. Really cool things. Magic points MP does regenerate one per hour, but hit points must be healed normally. So you would need to go to the hospital or get some medicine or so forth and so on. That's just one thing. I know uh, in particular, Samantha does have a uh, series of spells. Contact gas, contact ghast. Ghoul, I think, or Gaunt, possibly. So when and if she uses that, MP, magic points, is what uh, rules we'll be using. When do we destroy the canoe? Kill it all. I would like to cast Shut Up. Now we need to launch into the adventures. Previously on The Lovecraft Tapes. After speaking with Ryan Davies, who has been jailed for the attempted theft of ketamine, a well-known date rape drug, and questioning the assistant manager of the bookstore where Ryan works, the investigators decide to dig a little deeper. The trio visit Caitlin, Ryan's wife, who is clearly shaken by the arrest, and divulges that Ryan has been acting very strangely this last month, ever since he brought home a book acquired by the bookstore at a recent estate sale. Samantha locates the strange, leather-bound, silver-scripted tome titled My Life hidden in some Christmas decorations in the basement. Roy palms the book and brings it back to where the investigators decide to lock it in the family safe. But not before Dan sends photos from his phone to Evie, a head librarian at Arkham University, in the hope that she can find out more about it. Samantha takes Caitlin out for a ladies' night... Dinner at a local tapas restaurant, where the distraught and drunk woman reveals Ryan has been exhibiting even stranger sexual proclivities over the past few weeks. Meanwhile, back at Blaring Manor, Dan's phone rings, but instead of a caller, he and Roy are presented with some horrifying images. And now we continue episode 26. Dan and Roy, you watch in horror as the digital photo of the book Begins to open slowly, somehow animated on the smartphone. You can almost hear the creaking of the leathery spine, and suddenly there is a faint whiff of vellum paper in the confines of the room. I need each of you to roll for sanity.
3: Ooh, starting out the night like that, are we?
0: Sounds like an awesome GIF. It's a GIF. It's, it's a, a GIF. Good. Oh, it is. Did I trigger you? You a sixty, and I got a thirty-four. So is
2: this success?
0: Nice.
3: I needed a 60 and I rolled an 18. Nice.
0: All right. So you you both succeed in your sanity roll. So you just get a really creepy vibe as you're staring at this thing moving.
2: I want to smash this phone. This is terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll take the phone and throw it
0: at the wall. Why don't you go ahead and give me a luck, Dan?
3: Hey, I needed a 56 and I rolled a 39. All
0: right. So the phone uh, bounces off the wall, but uh, does not shatter.
3: Dude. One, what the hell? Two, you throw like a girl.
0: Sexist
2: pig. You don't understand. I'm gonna tell Samantha on you. Plus, that was scary, dude. Spooky things are happening.
3: Oh, boy. You think if that pictures are gonna start moving, we should probably call the librarian and tell her to get rid of her pictures, too? I mean, who knows? This might be like that Weeping Angel thing we saw on television last night.
2: Maybe she'll take her hair down. And reveal herself to be a fine-looking lady while we're there. I was
3: just going to send her an email, but, I mean, if you want to trek all the way over to the university.
2: If you want to take the fun out of everything, fine. To use your email.
3: Look, why don't you check over that blog we found? I'm going to shoot off a quick uh, email to Evelyn and tell her to get rid of those pictures ASAP because they might come to life and possibly try and kill her.
0: All right, I'll run through the blog. Roy turns back to the uh, computer, uh, still getting the heebie-jeebies from what he had seen, but trying to shake it off. Dan gets up and picks up the phone, and just as he does, the phone rings.
3: Oh, God, not again.
0: And you can see from the uh, display it's Evie.
3: Ah. Oh, speak of the devil or the devil's book. I'm
2: going to answer it. I'll rip the phone out of his hand and smash it again.
0: <laughs> Dan, so the phone rings. You answer it.
3: Um, hey, Evie. I was just about to call you. Hi, Dan. Hey, um, so you know those pictures of that book I sent you?
0: Yeah, I, you know, I, I took a look and I uploaded it on my computer and I, I looked around and I just can't find anything on them
3: okay great i need you to get rid of those pictures asap the ones that i had on my phone the book
0: um
3: the still picture of the book that i had Mm kind of started to animate and it was opening on its own even though it was not a video
0: are you sure it wasn't a video
3: yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Because I, I sometimes, pictures. you know, you just
0: flip it a little bit and like you accidentally go into video mode.
3: No, no, it was a picture and the book started opening and huh. we could hear like the cover creaking and it smelled like vellum and it was freaky.
0: Oh, okay. That does sound a little weird. Yeah, okay. Well, if it'll make you feel better, I'll delete them. Okay, good. Well, you know, like I said, uh, I did uh, did some searches and uh, could not find anything concrete on that particular book. Damn. I guess you just have to track down the previous owner.
3: It was next on my list. Um, Thanks for your help anyway. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. I'll give you a call if I come across any other potentially possessed books. All
0: right. Sounds good. Have a good night. Night. I'm going to hang up. Mm Oh, wait. It's a cell (laughs) phone. It's not 1997. Roy, uh, you turn back to the computer and you see that there is, as discussed, this lady's blog. And it is uh, Emily Schumacher is the blog author. Why don't you read the Handout 4? Because that's the one that specifically uh, mentions my life.
2: Finished Orwell's 1984 two nights ago. Pretty good stuff, but Animal Farm is still a personal favorite. Purchased a new book yesterday at the George Portman Estate sale. Attractive thing, bound in rich leather and with my life printed on it in guilt. Appears to be a diary or something. Sort of creepy buying a book from the estate of a murder but I suppose it's Kind of a thrill to own something from a murderer's library. Got it for a real steal. Five bucks. You know, I wonder if the killer's own diary. That would be too weird. The writing inside looks to be too old to be george portman but maybe it's a relative of his or something like that
0: so that's the particular entry uh in this blog that you got a specific mention to my life there are more entries there are uh three more entries beyond that Uh, i leave it up to you whether or not you'd like to read those out loud or share them in some other way number five it's definitely
2: a diary doesn't appear to be george portman's diary phew but uh probably a relative Stuart Portman. Apparently creepiness runs in the Portman family. That Stuart guy was into some pretty perverted stuff. I've just started to read it, but the guy apparently did some awful things to women in his day. We'll see if he ultimately gets away with it. If the diary goes that far. Fascinating read. I hate to put the thing down. Puts today's true crime paperbacks to shame. Handout six. Have had awful dreams lately, terrible dreams, involving women. I'm not a lesbian, and I don't force people like that. Why am I having these dreams? Why- worse, why are they appealing? That diary has brought out a side of me I don't like, and worse, I can't seem to stop the images in my head. I find myself looking at women in a way that I have never done before, and the hunger for them is awful. It's not even a lesbian straight thing, the scary part. It's wanting to own them and have complete control. It's frightening. Hand out seven. Betsy Homer, she's fifteen, and she lives on my street. I find myself standing by my window just waiting for her to get off the bus. It frightens me. One minute I'm at my computer, like now. The next I'm drawing aside the front curtain looking for her. It's like I'm not me. I shake myself to regain composure, bring myself back from wherever, whoever, but gradually I lose it again. There's stuff in my medicine cabinet ketamine, hydrochloride. That I don't remember buying, but there it is. Jesus, what the hell is happening to me?
0: It has to be that book, but that's just crazy. Am I crazy? So why don't we quickly switch back to Samantha? Oh my. Samantha. Over the course of dinner and dessert, Mm -hmm. Caitlin has crossed the line from maudlin to downright drunk. It's time to take her home, but something Dan said earlier jogs your memory. Find out which estate sold the book to the bookstore. Yes.
1: So which estate sold <laughs> Caitlin, I think we should probably get ready to go. Yes. Did you have fun tonight? Yeah, I mean it's been great. Good. Hey, let me uh let me call us a car so we can get get you home. I'm I'm assuming I'm intoxicated as well, or at least a little tipsy. Uh, you tell me. Oh I'm really tripped. He's plastered, <laughs> can't even stand up. I don't think I should drive, so I'm gonna call a lift to come pick us up. Hashtag sponsor
0: us, Lyft. I don't think you'd call them. You'd actually use the app. Oh, that's true. This is 2017.
1: Hello, Lyft.
0: So, yep, you successfully call Lyft. It's going to be about 15 minutes before they get there.
1: So it's going to be about 15 minutes, and then we'll, we'll go home and we'll sleep this off. It was so much fun. What? Hey, one quick question. I'm married. No, no, no. Now? They don't have to know.
0: Yes, Samantha.
1: Hey, do you know what you know a state sale they they got that book at?
0: I don't know. He he never told me. It's just you know he was so secretive about it.
1: That's a funny word. A state.
0: It is. It's like state. Like
1: it, it's a state. What state is it?
0: It's a state of unconsciousness. Pretty soon. <laughs> so you don't know either where they got it. I guess I I maybe I talked to Chris. She might know. Oh.
1: That's a good idea. I like yes, that.
0: Yes. I'm full of good ideas after yeah. a couple more of these drinks.
1: Let's have one more before our car comes, okay?
0: Okay. Sounds good. Oh, the sangria is amazing. Carson! One more drink. It's cran raspberry sangria. Oh so, <laughs> so good. Mine too. The waiter brings you a couple more drinks. Pretty soon, the lift arrives. All right. Oh, we gotta go. Let's go. You pile into the lift, and you're whisked away to your respective homes.
1: Yay! So
0: you you arrive uh, back to Blaine Manor. Dan is uh, in the process of uh, showing Roy out. There's the outside, Roy. Have you ever seen something <laughs>
1: so beautiful? <laughs> That's out. We call that out. Good job with the blog tonight,
3: Royal. Be sure to pour over those entries tomorrow, see if there's anything uh, we missed.
2: What
0: can I say? Couldn't do it without me.
3: Depends on how well I would have rolled.
0: And to demonstrate, Dan tucks himself into a ball and rolls around the front (laughs) porch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Gotta go fast. You are very, very lucky that I threw your phone just enough to scare you into working well, but not break it. As I intended. In response, Dan
0: uh, uh, launches himself towards some golden rings that just hang in the air, (laughs) and then and then travels back to your feet. That was impressive. (laughs) I will not lie.
3: I found a tutorial on YouTube. Hashtag sponsor us.
0: YouTube. Yeah, please, YouTube, sponsor us. That'd be. (laughs) How does that work?
1: Put us up on YouTube Red. Just kidding. Nobody watches YouTube Red. Oh, I do. I'm gonna come up to the door and knock. Um,
3: Sam. Honey. We're I'm... on the porch. Why are you
2: knocking on the door?
3: What the? Over, over here. Hey, boys. Have you been drinking again? What
1: if? have what you doing all night? We've been doing important research. Dan. Honey. Yes. I gotta go to bed.
3: Tell you what. Dan's cheating on you. Roy, I will see you tomorrow. I have to get her Dan. up the stairs without face Dan. planting.
1: Yes. I gotta go to bed.
3: Okay. Come on. Let's go. Okay. I'm going to Night put my Roy. Arm under her shoulder and kind of carry her into
0: Night the house. Roy. Sleep badly.
3: And we're going to close the door as I pull her into the
1: house. Why are you dragging me by my hair?
0: I love you, Deanne. All right, we'll go ahead and fade the scene there for tonight. The next morning, Dan and Sam awaken in their bed. Roy, uh, you've been having some uh, trouble sleeping last night. You keep seeing that book over and over in your mind. In your your dream, it's sort of sitting on your kitchen table. You want to pick it up and move it to someplace safer. But as your hand gets closer and closer, you can't bring yourself to touch it because you know as soon as you do, the book cover will open of its own accord.
2: Man, I wish I could touch that thing, but I'm not gonna, because I don't need to.
0: Hashtag self-control. In the dream, as you tell yourself that, and just as your fingertips are about to touch the leather-bound spine, an old, gnarled hand clamps on your shoulder, and that's when you wake up in your bed, sweaty. My God. Uncle Jeffrey, why? (laughs) That's very specific.
3: (laughs) Oh, there's one in every family two in mine actually that's specific we always know how to ruin special occasions
0: so uh roy what
2: is your plan for today i guess i'll go meet up with dan and that drunk (laughs) maybe sam will be there i don't know maybe i'll talk to petunia if i have time but i doubt i will go screen door shopping i have a lot of errands to run that have nothing to do with the
0: story (laughs) that's perfectly fine just let me know what you're doing and approximately when you're going to do them and then i can match up with what these guys I'll start with eating some breakfast
2: and then I'll go screen door shopping with Bugsy and then I'll go meet up with Dan and Sam over lunch to discuss the thing all right so Dan and Sam uh,
0: what are you gonna do in the morning
3: I'm going to wake up while Sam is still sleeping and then I'm going to put two aspirin and a glass of water on her bedside table
0: baby aspirin
3: and then I'm going to head downstairs and make myself a pot of coffee because coffee first thing in the morning. Sounds good. More espresso, less depresso. That's what I always say.
0: It's the first time I've ever heard you say it, but okay. You always say
1: that? Always. always.
0: But usually under my breath or in my head. Sam, you wake up and see uh, that Dan has thoughtfully placed some medication next to you and a full glass of water.
3: It's crack cocaine.
0: Your mouth is quite dry.
1: (sighs) I'm going to pull out my pipe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Whitney.
1: Take a swig of the water, put the aspirin in, pop them back. Mama knows how to take her pills. (laughs) I'm going to get up slowly and walk and take a hot, hot shower.
0: Probably about 30 minutes later, Sam comes down, uh, you know, freshly showered. Looking a little bit draggled, but not too bad. And you you feel pretty decent after that. But the aspirin was actually ketamine. (laughs) 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 That's a twist.
2: I don't remember anything.
0: (laughs) Where am I? And so uh, you join each other for uh, breakfast.
3: Morning, honey. Anything else you need? Earplugs? Sunglasses? Good
1: morning. Thank you so much for the aspirin. I needed it.
3: I knew you would. What would you make for breakfast, honey? Coffee? Yes,
1: please. I also made you some waffles because I know they're your favorite. Oh, thank you. Perfect hangover breakfast. Well, we had fun last night. I think she really needed to get out and let loose. But Hmm. she gave me a lot of information.
2: Details. He's been
1: pretty rough on her lately. I'd like to to try to spend a little bit more time with her to let her know she has a friend and that she's going to be okay while you're working the the aspect of uh, trying to get him out of there and find out what's up with this book. What happened? How did your research go? Come here. Hey, not now. I just ate breakfast. (laughs) Uh, Check out this blog Roy
3: stumbled upon last night. Zip. No, using the site StumbleUpon. Please sponsor us. (laughs)
1: Oh, okay.
3: It's five posts About uh, some lady named... Oh, read them all to me. Emily Schumacher, who apparently was the previous or a previous owner of our mysterious home. What did she have to say? She says she bought it at an estate sale of an old guy named George Portman and that it was his brother Stuart's diary. Uh, Apparently he had some strange fetishes and enjoyed doing very nasty things to women. Oh jeez.
2: Dear Penthouse Forum.
3: We just hear Roy off in the distance.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's him sending a text once in a while about random
1: things. Got a new screen
2: door. <laughs> a Facebook post. Dear Penthouse Forum. Just you wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna make him play out that screen door shopping trip.
3: And it looks like it almost took over her in the same way we heard with ryan hmm. it, she talks about how she started having strange dreams and how she was starting to become even attracted to women and she wanted to do awful things to them just like Stuart did in the in the book
1: and it's bizarre
3: and after a while she starts talking about how she has blackouts and finds herself in places she doesn't remember doing things she doesn't remember and get this she woke up one morning and found ketamine in her medicine cabinet
1: are you kidding me? What is the ketamine tie? Well, it is a a date rape drug, so it is very
3: possible that whatever this diary is doing to people, it's Stewart's or whatever, whoever that is, his way of getting a girl.
1: It's a pharmacist that has a tie in with ketamine sales. I see.
3: I have a feeling that's that's the that's what Stewart did to his victims. I don't know what else to call them. You know how I took pictures of the book before we locked it in the safe? Okay, yeah. The still picture I took kind of came to life last night. And it like started the book, literally still photo of the book started opening on
1: the screen of my phone. Like a GIF? No, not like a GIF. (laughs) Say that again and we are no longer. (laughs) I don't think you're saying that right, honey. I think it's a GIF like the peanut butter. It's GIF. I will hurt you. It's gif peanut butter.
3: And I'm pretty sure your phone has a very nice 128 gigabytes of storage. Huh. So, what did you do? Well, I was going to set my phone down when Roy ripped it out of my hands and daintily tossed it across the room.
2: He wasn't putting it down fast enough. It's not my fault. Yeah, what is up with his Facebook, Facebook posts? All these weird statements. <laughs> he wasn't putting it down fast. That's weird. Right after Dear Penthouse Forum,
1: I think he's up to some weird stuff this morning. <laughs>
3: Screen door shopping?
0: Well, you did palm that book. True. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't (laughs) either.
1: (laughs) That's what the kids say. Is your phone broken? Did he break it?
3: Oh, no. I meant daintily. Like it just kind of bounced off the wall and hit the ground. It's fine.
1: Okay. So, what did you do? Did you? Let's look at the picture and see if it does it again.
3: I'm not sure I want to open that picture
2: again. Do it, no balls.
3: Do it, no balls. What kind of Facebook post is that?
2: I feel like that's the most versatile one of any of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty bizarre.
1: We need to figure out what the hell's up with this book. Maybe to mm-hmm. try to destroy it, even if we can't figure it out. we got to do something. Yeah. It's ruining lives.
3: A good next step is going to be either investigating George Bush and Stuart Portman, possibly? Or did you have any luck with figuring out what estate sale that book came from last night, by chance?
1: No, she she didn't know. I'm going to go back to the bookstore and see if they know where, where he got it from. Maybe we can get a lead that way. Okay. I don't. I'm not sure. Unless you want me to do something else, I, I'm here to help. No, that seems like a good step. I want to make sure that Caitlin is being taken care of. I'm. I'm a little worried about her. She hit the booze pretty hard last night, so I would like to check in on her today. Mm-hmm. To make sure she's okay. No,
3: I think figuring out where that came from is going to be a good step because. Okay. If it traces back to the same George Portman, then we definitely know something is up. If it traces back to this Emily Schumacher, mm-hmm. then we are at least forming some sort of chain of custody and we can keep backstepping to see if we can't figure anything else out. In the meantime, I'm going to contact our screen door loving friend Bugsy down at the police station and see if there are any files on record for this Stuart Portman. According to this blog post, the diaries did some pretty nasty things. So okay, maybe there's some sort of file on record. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a great... A great plan. Hey, do you remember what the girl's name was at the um, at the bookstore? Wasn't it Chris? Oh, I think that's it. Yep. Yep, it was Chris. We should probably put that in the wiki. Why are you posting that on your Facebook? <laughs> and send. Boy, I have a lot of hits and likes and smiley heart thing faces. Whatever Facebook does. Hashtag don't sponsor us.
0: All right, a couple points of interest. At noon, the bookstore opens. And simultaneously at noon, Bugsy lets Roy know that's when... Ryan Davies is released from jail on bail to his wife, Caitlin.
2: Nice. Coordination. I like how efficient our town is. Noon.
3: Everything happens at noon around here.
2: Currently, it's right around 10 a.m. Stores are open from 8 to 8. <laughs> Except for the screen door store.
1: That's open from 8 to 10. That's
0: 24 7, dude. <laughs> they know you need them a lot.
1: Screen doors are
0: us. We already know that uh, Bugsy and Roy are off doing their little shopping thing, so we'll continue with Sam and uh, Dan. Don't you want to know whether it is that we're getting Springfield
2: spring doors or Chesapeake spring doors? Are we going to get the Reliabit three twelve series? Interesting stuff. I like it all, actually. Riveting, brilliant. Welcome to the Screen Door Tapes podcast. Today we'll be discussing the German brands of screen doors. I dig it. All right, Sam and Dan, take it away. What's the plan, Dan?
3: I think our our first bet is going to be swinging down to that bookstore and asking chris and then possibly heading over to the police station and see if we can't get into the records room and and see if we can't find anything on george and stewart i could
1: distract the officer while you
2: sneak behind me
3: or since we have some friends at the police station we can just ask the. oh yeah that's probably the better
1: idea
2: bugsy's my friend not yours eat out screen
1: door yes
3: but we're your friends so we're friends by proxy
1: well let's go ahead and get ready we'll leave in what say an hour or so yeah yeah i to finish scrubbing dishes. I'm going to go clean up the bedroom and make the bed. Okay, it's noon. They're close Holy to Holy
3: crap! I worked forever. Okay, uh, I'm all set. Uh, you ready to head out, Sam? Yep, let's go. Okay. We want to uh, take your car or do you want to ride on the back of my motorcycle?
1: We actually had to get a ride back last night from a lift. If you could uh, swing me by and pick up my car at the Tapas restaurant, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, sure. And then I'll, I can run to the bookstore if you want to head over to the... Police station, and I'll walk over after I get the info I need. It shouldn't take long. I'm sure Chris knows in the paperwork where they got the book. Why
3: don't you hop on the back of Brenda here, and um, don't forget your helmet. Safety first. Always wrap it. All right,
0: so you guys drive downtown, pick up uh, Samantha's car at the Tapas restaurant.
3: It literally says Tapas restaurant
1: on the front of the building. (laughs) We have food in small plates.
0: There is a flyer uh, beneath your windshield, Sam.
1: Deja vu. All right, I got to grab the flyer. Take a peek. Uh, I should
0: take a peek. Uh, It's a bright yellow flyer. It says evening worship, 8 p.m. Right when the stores close. And it's a church that you know has been abandoned or in disuse for a few years that is further downtown, sort of like right in the middle of downtown. In kind of like a seedy part of the downtown. A lot of homeless people around around, you know, Alice Cooper types. <laughs> Alice Cooper types. But so it just says, uh, you know, evening worship, uh, everyone welcome. $15 fee. Cool.
1: All right, I'm gonna fold it up and put it
0: in my purse. You do so, and then uh, Dan drives away towards uh, presumably the police station, and uh, you drive towards the uh, bookstore. Yep. So we'll pick up with uh, Roy, who is arriving back to the police station with Bugsy just as Dan
2: pulls up. Bugsy, you are going to love that screen door. It's a beautiful finish. She's a beauty, Roy. Reliability. I appreciate you with all your expertise helping me pick that thing out. ODL Breezes, the best. That's the best brand they got here.
3: Hashtag sponsor us.
2: I trust you. Nobody knows this screen doors like I do. You know that. That's what I call You know they're, they're all
0: slammable to me. <laughs> we can't all be aficionados. I get it. So Dan, Dan pulls up you notice Dan pulls up and Bugsy uh, heads inside. this guy.
3: Hey, Roy. Oh, hey, hey, how's it going? (laughs) Back from your, um, screen door date with Bugsy? Oh,
2: you do. You should have came. It was great. We would have loved to have you.
3: I was, um, I was was busy doing important things, like going over that blog again. Like,
2: what? Cooking for your lazy girlfriend? Or what? Blank stare.
3: I don't know if you're busy right now, but I was just about to head in and see if I couldn't uh, wiggle my way into the records room. See if we can't find anything about, uh, George and
2: Stuart portman well considering we were gonna have lunch and it's noon and you're doing that i guess i don't have plans
3: tell you what as soon as we figure out these records and sam gets done at the bookstore we will take you to a place called the Tapas Restaurant. It apparently it has lots of food on
2: really small plates. How much alcohol will they serve me?
3: Um, as much as will fit on
2: your small plate. <laughs> so, okay, but we gotta make sure we get out of there by 8. We can't be none of that nighttime stuff.
3: Doesn't everything close at 8 around here, though? I
2: know. I know. It's it's weird. Taverns are usually open all the time, though. That's the deal.
3: This is a tapas restaurant called the Tapas Restaurant. Oh, so you know,
2: it's all the same to me.
3: Let's, uh, head inside the police station here and See if your goodwill with Bugsy is enough to get us where we need to go. Okay,
2: Dragonborn,
0: let's go.
3: <laughs> and me and Roy are going to head on into the police station.
0: So let's go ahead and pick up with Samantha. Uh, you pull up to the bookstore, and you can see that it's all, the open sign is already hung out.
1: Mm-hmm. The A-frame is out front. We have books. We have
0: books at the bookstore. We hate Amazon. That's why we're called Bankrupt Books
3: not called suck a dick amazon books i
1: thought it was just called the bookstore kind of like the tapas restaurant
0: (laughs) this actually has a name this one's important to the story (laughs) all right i'm gonna head in uh you're greeted by that same young clerk she's like
1: hello can i help you hey uh, oh uh, you're that lady from yesterday how are you do you have a good night
0: yeah why just
1: making small talk oh
0: Okay. Yeah. Small talk. I gotta roll for that.
1: Yeah, you gotta roll for small talk. Rolling for small talk.
0: Roll, clerk. So she tucks herself into a ball and then she rolls around and uh there's some rings hanging in there and she jumps up. But I steal the rings from her and I curb stomp her. As you curb stomp her, all the rings come out of her. <laughs> I gather them all up and put them in my purse. Hey, is Chris around? Uh oh yeah, I think she is actually. Um hang on a second. Okay, cool. And she darts into the back room. Dun-dun-dun. Chris comes back out and she kinda gives you a A shy, lopsided smile. Hi. Hey,
1: Chris. How you doing? Good, good.
0: Uh, You know, I'm I'm really sorry about yesterday. Maybe that was a little too much
1: information? No, no, not at all. We're trying to both do the same thing. We're trying to help him.
0: That's true. I I heard he's getting out of jail today. Yep, and
1: he's, uh, I think he's back to his old self, and I think... You think so? I think the issue might have been, and this is going to sound very bizarre, but that diary that he found, that book... That he got from the estate sale. Oh, you, th- you think so? I think it, there's something very strange with it. Do you by chance know the name of the place or an address or anything you can help me out with? We've got Roy over at the police station right now trying to get some information as well. I figured I'd try.
0: Well, why don't you come on back and uh, we'll take a look in the ledger and see where we got that. Oh,
1: thank you. I appreciate that. Sure. Yeah.
0: And she leads you back into the uh, the back room, the manager's office. And she's like, uh, have a seat there uh, next to the desk. And she she sits down and starts pulling out these ledgers and, and stacking them up and, and sort of looking at the dates written in them. Pretty soon, she, she seems to find the, the correct ledger that she wants, uh, starts flipping through it, running her finger along some of the entries, and she's like, oh, uh, yeah, here it is right here. Um, Sounds amazing. So we got this at an estate sale. It doesn't say where it was, but uh, it was um, provided by Arkham Independent Real Estate. Okay. They acquired the books, and then we purchased them for pennies on the dollar. So they probably handled the, the estate sale. That'd be my guess, yeah. Great. I think you want to talk to Phyllis. Is the one who Phyllis handles that. Yeah, over at Arkham. Okay. Yeah, Arkham Independent. Realty. Hey, I
1: really appreciate it, Chris.
0: Sure. Yeah. No. No problem. If there's anything I can do to help, you know, I'm pretty sure things might not shape up so well for Ryan now that mm. um, he's out on bail, but he has to wait for the trial or whatever, or a settlement or whatever. I'm not sure what's going to happen. So I, I imagine he's probably not going to be back to work. I'm not sure if the owners are going to allow it right well but they they haven't decided yet but if he comes around I'll, I'll let you know okay and i'd
1: appreciate that and if you need anything yeah give me a call i appreciate that thank you very much you've, you've been so even nice. if it's just to hang out maybe get a lunch sometime okay
0: yeah that's that sounds very nice thank you perfect
1: all right thanks chris i'll talk to you soon all right well have a good sunday all right you too bye-bye click <laughs> i don't know why it sounded like i was on a phone call but <laughs> all right bye-bye bye-bye
0: Dan and Roy, you walk into the police station and you see that Caitlin is there at the front desk waiting and signing some papers. And she is looking down a hallway expectantly as a guard brings out Ryan Davies. Oh, hey. Dan, it's it's good to see you, man. Yeah. How have you been? Doing good. Oh, hi, hi, Mr. Royo. Yeah, you know, it's just me who was actually
2: there the first time that we were supposed to talk to you, but whatever, say hi to him first. Right, yeah, good cop,
0: bad cop, I remember. I'm this is just how I am. Uh, yeah, I know. I am good. Anyway, so uh, so Dan, uh I I really appreciate you coming down here, man. I would do this this is great. It's so good to see you.
3: No, no problem.
0: Just uh just here following up on a lead. That's all you are to him. Well, that's that's great. Um well, I'm going home today, which is Great. So, uh, uh, how you been, uh, Dan?
3: Doing good. Little surprised when I heard about what happened to you, but...
0: Yeah, I... I God, I wish... I wish I could just remember it. I have no idea w- what happened.
3: Why don't you, you know, just take it easy for the next couple of days.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. If I could just get home and relax, read some books, and just chill out, maybe, uh... This will all blow over. I hope. I've heard
1: of a good book called My Life.
0: <laughs>
2: Shut up!
0: Shut up! He, he's talking about the, the
2: Frank Sinatra book. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my way. It's my life. Trust me. Glad to see you out. Well, you should swing by sometime. In the house and. Uh... Oh, why? So you can ketamine him. We and Sam will definitely swing by and. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to
0: meet her.
3: Uh, oh, you're you'll love her already. I think your wife met her. Spent a night out with her earlier last night, didn't oh, you?
0: Yeah, I haven't. I haven't had time to talk to Caitlin. I just got a. Gotta... Uh, Prison. Oh, well,
3: so. well, <laughs> Sam. Yeah, she would was a little blue so sam took her out last night just to give her a girl's net out to to help with everything that was happening
0: well that's great i really appreciate that that's that's quite a help to her i know she's under a lot of stress right now so and and he goes up and puts his arm around his wife and she flinches for a second but then sort of melts against him yeah you're doing a good
2: job helping that stress out bud (laughs) and uh pretty soon uh the paperwork is complete
0: and the couple depart say hi to petunia for me clinging to each other Kate looks back at you and gives you kind of a weird look glare, and then they're out the door. They're nice. I like them. They're a good couple.
2: You and Petunia, or those two? I don't refer to myself in second person, weirdo. So what are you guys going to do next?
3: guess uh, so we're going to head on up to the front desk.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, you're there.
3: Because we need to talk to Bugsy. Uh, Bugsy's
0: in back getting changed right now. Ooh, I'll go back and meet him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a family show. No, it isn't. <laughs> Mike is actually staffing the front desk. He's like, yeah. Uh, hey, bro. How you doing there? Hey, Mike. Who's your friend? I don't know. He's just some dick. Oh, he's a
2: private eye, huh? Yeah, that's what I meant. In, in a manner of speaking. Now that you know, it's not that private, so... He's a public dick. Slightly more public eye. <laughs> how you been? But,
0: good, good, good.
2: Underpaid, you know the You know the drill. Yeah, man. I mean... You gotta with your fancy suits. You're working when Bugsy's not. That's big. That's big shoes. Like he, yeah, he's he's coming on, take over. He crushes like six screen doors a day. What are you at? Screen
0: doors? I go for steel, man. Steel or nothing. This is Massachusetts, man. That's like our state sport.
3: I just want to know why all the police officers in Massachusetts sound like they're from Manhattan.
2: It's good to see you, bud. But I can only keep up so many friendships with random NPCs as possible. So let's get this info and get out. That's all right. Yeah. What do you guys need?
3: We're working on a little, a little something of our own. Good for you. And I was wondering if there was any way you could tell me if you had any information on a file for uh, a couple of people i'm looking into
0: okay uh well maybe what are you looking for exactly you looking for people samantha blaine samantha blaine is a killer she's a killer queen i knew it dynamite with a
3: laser beam guaranteed to blow your mind queen references (laughs) i'm i'm looking if you have anything on a george or stewart portman
0: Hmm. i don't know uh our our records are computerized now and they only go back so far how long ago was this 1600 take us back (laughs) jeez Well, look, uh, you might have better luck if you head down to the, uh... We got some old police records uh, downstairs in the basement. You're welcome to go through those if you want. Oh, uh,
3: yeah, that, that would be great.
0: I don't know what good it's gonna do you, but... I mean, mostly it's, uh, you know, uh, old, old uh, crimes, that sort of thing, cold case stuff. It's not very, uh, uh, organized. Wouldn't the town archives be more of a
2: place for this kind of stuff?
0: Oh, well, maybe, uh, you know, maybe the, uh... Library maybe. Oh, the library? Might have better luck there. I don't know. who could say. It's all the same role. But you're welcome to head on down there. You just need a, a nice law or computer use. Yeah, you know, that's all you need.
3: All I have is a
2: Mac. Hashtag still sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> Up to you guys. I don't care. They're all the same to me. One just has people and one doesn't.
3: I'm thinking we might want to start away from people. I don't know about
2: you, Roy. All right. I hate people. You know this. So let's go downstairs.
0: You guys head down to the basement. It's sort of a creepy... It's not wet or anything. It's actually really super dry, but it's a cinder block, uh, very unfinished. You see just shelf upon shelf filled with other file folders that don't appear to be kept up very well. There doesn't seem to be much of an organization system. There are some initials and letters and numbers that you can't quite decipher in each of the boxes. Tell me exactly what you're looking for
3: I'm looking for anything with writing on it.
0: You're in luck. History of estate sales.
3: Yeah, looking for that or looking for George. Any any files on George or
0: Stuart Portman? Specifically George or Stuart Portman. Okay. So here's what we're gonna do. Number one, we're gonna say it'll take you a roll of five or less, but I'm going to give you a plus one for each hour that you intend to spend searching up to five hours. So you could have a potential if you want to spend five hours together in the basement. I'd rather go to the library. Divide and
2: conquer.
3: Okay. You want to stick here and search the stacks where you won't have to deal with people or...
2: I'm great at using the library. Okay.
3: So you should probably go to the
0: library then. Sounds like Dan's going to remain in the basement. Lucky bastard. I'm going
3: to search the stacks. alone.
0: And how many hours do you intend to spend?
3: So I'm going to take all five of those hours shoot a text off to Sam to let her know that I'm going to be deep diving in the basement of the police department and I'm going to be here for a long while. So if you're looking for me, you can
1: find me there. Did you bring your bathing suit? I text back.
0: Deep dive, baby. You're a bad girlfriend. You're
1: a bad girlfriend.
0: You send a text off to Samantha and Roy, uh, you hop into your car and head off to Arkham Public Library. Samantha, you now have a bit of information. What would you like to do?
1: I'm going to head over to the police station. And then I see the text message. Like, huh. Maybe I'll swing over and see how Caitlin's doing. See if they need anything. If, I mean, he just got home. So I can maybe run and grab them some food or anything they need help with. So I'm going to run over to her house and see if uh, they need anything from me.
0: Uh, You run over to their house and uh, you see that the minivan is missing out of the driveway. It doesn't appear that they're home.
1: Oh, okay. I'm going to dig in my purse and, oh, that flyer. Gonna rip a little corner off of it and write a little note and say, "I'm free for the next few hours. If you guys need anything, give me a call." And stick it in the little wedge of their
2: screen door. I bet I know who can help you find out where they went. The screen door? Yeah,
1: the screen door knows all. Hail the screen door. Gaze okay, into my crystal screen
0: door. So Sam, you leave a little note.
1: I'm gonna jump in the car and head home. I did my investigation. Um, I'm going to uh, text Dan and let him know that um, I got a little bit of information about the firm that handled the estate sale. And I'm going to try to contact them um, and see if I can speak with anybody. Most likely not on a Sunday. That's when all their open houses are going. I'll probably end up leaving a message, but I just want to give him that heads up.
0: You go ahead and give him that heads up.
1: All right. I'm, I'm at home now. So I'm going to go ahead and look up the number for Arkham Independent Real Estate and give them a call.
0: You whip out your phone, your cell phone, and uh, look it up and dial them. And the phone rings a couple times, and this lady answers. Yeah, Phyllis. Uh, Phyllis.
1: That's exactly who I wanted to talk to.
0: Okay. Uh, How can I help you? Uh, Did you want to see a property? My name is Satan, and I want you
1: (laughs) My name is Samantha... We are looking into an estate sale that your firm handled uh, a little while back. Uh, we received some books from the uh, estate sale, and we wanted to, to see if there's any um, relatives. It seems like it was an important book, and it may have been picked up by accident from the estate sale and sold. We're trying to get in touch with the family to see if it's something that they wanted to keep. Look, I'm very busy right
0: now. Okay. Is there a better time? Maybe uh, if you gave me a credit rating or a law
1: roll? Um, I can give you my brother's credit card. Let's see. Credit rating is higher. That
0: sounds appropriate.
1: I needed an 18 and I got a 40. All I hear is a dial tone.
0: Listen, you know, I really have to go. I'm showing a house in 20 minutes. so. uh, No problem. Maybe stop by the office tomorrow.
1: Oh, yeah, I can definitely do that. Thank you, Phyllis. What time would be best? Uh, We open at 9. Okay, thank you. On a Monday. You have a good day. You too.
3: Bye. I thought everything opened at 8 in this town.
1: Too bad. I was going to sell my $4 million home, but you wouldn't
0: talk to me. Roy. You park at the Arkham Public Library and walk in, and you see a nice middle-aged woman with long black hair. You see a name tag that says, uh, Evie. Hey, Evie. Yes, uh, well, you you sound familiar. Have I met you before? Probably. Like, two weeks ago or a week ago.
2: Hmm. I'm pretty sure I would have remembered you. Then, well, then why did you ask? So... <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, well, what can I help you with? You know my friend Dan. Well friends strong but oh that's right you're helping him with uh, some
0: some of the investigations right
2: yeah we're working on that that ryan guy and oh yeah
0: that that picture the the book yeah
2: book that's why i came here so you're th- you're the book lady of this town i am that other than the bookstore i'm
0: the arkham public library uh lady that's
2: me so we're looking for some info though it's doubtful i'm sure he's told you all about that book not much but
0: i saw the picture
2: though uh, yeah you saw the picture and the opening thing right uh, i didn't see the, anything opening no i thought he told you about it didn't yeah, he? he told me about something weird yeah that didn't mean C. I just was he drinking it. last night? No, because I was doing the drinking, and we both saw it. Did you see it? I saw it, oh. but the drinking would explain it for me. But he 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 didn't drink, and he saw it, so I believe him.
0: What can I help you with today?
2: I'm seeing if you got anything about old estate sales or anything on the
0: Portman family. Portman, d- yeah, Portman does sound familiar. Well, they were a uh... A prominent family back... Gosh, that would have been 100 years ago?
2: Yeah, they were big with the DuPonts and what have. Yeah,
0: I think they they sort of uh, rubbed shoulders with those guys, for sure. I don't know if we've got anything on that. Um, Have you checked at, uh, I guess, maybe the newspaper? I mean...
2: I haven't, but I assume you have them here on those stick things that I could check out. We do, we do actually. Yeah, that's,
0: uh, you can do that. No problem. Flash drive?
2: I'll go over to those stick things and look at the newspaper. All right. So, why don't you go ahead and give me a library use, right? I need a 60. I got a 49, so that's a success. Gabe, since you dug this up, you get to read it again. November 13th, 1933. I see this is a current newspaper. Eminent Arkham native and supporter of the arts, Stuart Portman was acquitted today of all charges stemming from an incident assault charge levied against him by Miss Susan Spaulding of Boston. As Gazette readers will recall, Miss Spaulding reported for Enigma magazine, filed charges against Mr. Portman last year after she had alleged to have visited portman's west pickman street home on journalistic matters spaulding had claimed that portman drugged her then took advantage of her drug-induced impairment portman claimed that spaulding came along was very forward-seeming and that she enjoyed staying late (sighs) Following Judge Randall's dismissal of charges, Miss Spaulding could not be reached for immediate comment. Her editor, Harvey Walters, declined to comment on the events surrounding the case but adamantly defends Miss Spaulding's character, claiming that she is a morally upstanding, very decent girl and one heck of a reporter. Portman says he is relieved that Judge Kizar Randall has dismissed the charges and, being a gentleman, will not seek charges against spaulding for defamation of character i'm just happy to be back doing what i love best advocating for arts and culture mr portman is a well-known and well respected supporter of the arts on the north shore and is believed to have a large private library in essex county which sidebar is my favorite county all right well that's where we're gonna call it for tonight I don't want to research anything ever again.
1: (laughs) I'm excited. I want to see where this goes. We got uh, some good leads, all of us. Oh, yeah. I like it. I'm excited to talk to Phyllis, because if she's as snotty to me when I go into that office...
2: Samantha could be a little less lazy on this case, but otherwise it's pretty good. Oh, I could be more lazy
1: if you'd like.
3: Oh, okay. Sounds great.
1: I'm just going to make bacon sandwiches at home smothered in mayonnaise.
2: <laughs> I thought you hate cooking. I, it's not cooking. I side
1: of melted butter. I have the pre-cooked bacon. I ding, ding in the nuker. Is that what the kids are calling it nowadays? <laughs> yeah, it's a euphemism. Hey,
3: honey, want to come back to my place and go ding, ding in the nuker?
1: Is it a Fallout
0: 4 reference? It wasn't. <laughs>
1: yes, now it is.
0: <laughs> yes. Why don't we go ahead and launch into our recommendos for this week? And we're going to go ahead and put Matt on the spot first. Spot!
3: Oh, no. It's not like I know what I'm... Oh. This week, we're once again serving our our mobile market. Uh, I'm going to recommend Roller Coaster Tycoon Classic. It is... A recreation of the original Roller Coaster 1 and 2 Tycoon games remade for mobile. It is out on both iOS and Android. So no matter what side of the aisle you fall on, you can have fun creating amusement parks, building coasters, and drowning that one guest who keeps complaining about everything. Die,
0: die, die. Well, I'll go next, and I'm going to recommend, shock, a movie called Grabbers. And this is a movie I got to see on Shudder. I sort of was in the mood for a horror comedy, and this definitely filled the the bill. It is about a young policewoman who uh, moves for a temporary assignment to an Irish coast. Brian, you're going to love this. It takes place in Ireland, and her partner is a drunk... Deputy of sorts, who is in charge of the island while his boss is on vacation. They sort of have like a little bit of a, not romantic thing, but a sort of a a buddy cop thing going on. At the same time, something weird has been caught in the fishing, the lobster nets off the coast. This strange little creature turns out to be maybe a little bit more deadly than uh, expected. One of the locals actually catches it and sort of tries to raise it in his bathtub, but it escapes. Then the mother or father comes calling, and that's where the fun begins. So it's a A monster movie in the vein of Jaws or Aliens or Orca or any of those types. If you really enjoy uh, horror comedies, done very nicely with a a lot of tongue-in-cheek, but some fun gore and some just cool uh, set effects. Uh, and, and movie references too they re- they reference all those movies I just mentioned nice uh, so it's self-referential and it, it is just a lot of fun so
1: and it's a monster movie too involved. I like that
0: and, and the uh, I, w- I will spoil the uh, uh, the sort of gimmick because it's already spoiled in any of the trailers. The defense against having these things eat you is to be drunk all the time. Ireland. All right, why don't we go ahead with
2: Gabe? Let's go! I'm gonna recommend another album. It's a musical. I'm well into musicals. It's called Be More Chill. It's based on a book. It was recommended not too long ago by a very good friend of mine. Jeremy will like it because the main character's name is Jeremy. I hate that guy. The essential premises of it is a student takes like a pill to make him more cool, and it like develops a squib in his brain that kind of tells him how to make it through high school, getting more popular and all the time. And it's just really cool. And in the book, if you read the book, the voice is Keanu Reeves, but unfortunately they couldn't get him to do this very, very off-Broadway cast. It's very good, very fun. It's very nerd culture, all of that. The cure is Mountain Dew. (laughs) All of this kind of stuff. Extreme! They always, they reference Star Wars, all that kind of stuff that you just love. It's, uh, it's on Spotify. It's probably on iTunes. I don't know. I'll assume. It's on YouTube. And it's just a lot of fun. Be more chill. Original
0: cast recording. Sounds like a lot of fun. Sounds cool. All right, Brian. How about you? Close this out. I
1: am going to shamelessly promote uh, escaped games. We did a uh, a lock in an escape room. It was unbelievably fun. Very challenging. Uh, stressful at times. A lot of people yelling and talking. And I need a marker. <laughs> but uh we did a jailbreak um, escape room and some of the it was very elaborate. I was surprised at how how well the room looked when we went in just the the jail cell real steel handcuffs it was it was well done. highly suggest getting a group of friends have a few drinks go out and do an escape room. It's well worth the hour that you'll spend doing it. Fantastic
2: entertainment. But not everyone can be 11 percenters like us. So That is true. With, with
0: four minutes and something left on the clock. Four minutes and 29 seconds four left. Four
3: minutes, 29 seconds. In the
0: hour and we escaped. And for anyone interested, uh, check out our Twitter account at Lovecraft Tapes. And you will see the photo I posted earlier tonight Yay! of our uh, victory. I just
1: retweeted it at Brian Podcasts.
0: All right, so that's going to be it for this episode of The Lovecraft Tapes. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes, Google Music, Stitcher, or anywhere you download your regular podcasts. If you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Meanwhile, you can find us at thelovecrafttapes.com with links to all our social media, including Facebook, Reddit, YouTube, and our wiki. You can find me on Twitter at Lovecraft Tapes.
3: And if anyone can explain what these weird symbols on these boxes are, please hit me up on Twitter at the Real weird Kid.
2: And if you don't find me on AsianDate.com, you'll find me at LovecraftGabe.
3: But you'll probably find them on AsianDate.com.
2: Yeah, everyone else does. And of course, at
0: Brian Podcasts. All right, until next time, roll for sanity. The Lovecraft Tapes is copyright 2017. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com.